Hello and welcome to Daytime Today here on JLJ Media. I'm your host, James Law Jr. I'm the JLJ of JLJ. Say that five times fast. Yes. And we're here talking once again. I told you I'd keep you up to date. We're talking once again about the situation happening over at Days or Our Lives on Peacock, uh, where executive producer Albert Alarm has been accused of several things, uh, including verbal and physical abuse on set. So Deadline, of course, came out with an article last week, which we talked about, which detailed a lot of stuff. Since we've been on, actresses have kind of been saying things and cryptically saying things and coming online. Um, but I decided to bring on an expert who knows all about the mind, the inner workings of people. He's a forensic psychiatrist. He's here from the UK, but he knows a little bit about American stuff. And we've been talking. He has a book called In Two Minds. Help me welcome Dr. Sahom Das. Hello, Dr. Das. Mr. Lot, how are you doing, sir? Always a pleasure. Good. Always a pleasure too. So, so he's you read. So you read. You read the deadline articles. I, you know, I was sending you. We're, we're looking at stuff. And just number one, the first question is, power corrupts, doesn't it? Oh, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm best to go. But the question actually is, does power corrupt, or are are people already designed that way, and then when they get power, it's exacerbated? I mean, I'm trying to figure out which one it is. What do you think? Sure. Good question. I think it's probably a little bit of both in this case. I mean, there's so many stories, isn't there, isn't there in, in the States and also in the UK of people who have some sort of privilege or use their profession and their authority to prey on people either, you know, it's usually in the context of men preying on vulnerable women, sometimes just about bullying. For this particular guy, Albert Allah, from what I've read, this behavior has always been there, but it's escalated in recent years, the more senior, the more seniority he gets. So to me, that suggests that somebody who has a natural tendency to kind of crave power and domination, but then through for whatever reason, by his own luck or by design, because he's he's got more authority, it's easier for him to behave like that to others. Yeah, I, was, you know, I, you know, I, was, I mean, it's it's a tale as old as time, right? We, we, we hear this, and this is men and women. There are people just, they get they get positions of power and things are said. So let's let's switch to the other side of things where people don't say as much or they, they go through it and don't say anything. So what, you know, what's that about also, do you think, in, in some of these cases? But I think there's a couple of different factors psychologically there. So it could be that the victim simply believes, uh, simply thinks that they won't be believed. So I think that's probably not that relevant in this case because it was quite a closed environment. So uh, I think a lot of the people, the staff members, a lot of the actors could see how Alar was treating everybody else. But in other kind of isolated cases, especially where there's you know unwanted sexual advances or even sexual abuse, often the victims don't think that they will be believed, particularly if the perpetrator is uh, quite powerful or quite famous. Um, but I also think that in this particular situation, Allah had a element of control over them because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, some of the cast, some of the actors were like on contracts, but some of them weren't, which means that he either directly or indirectly had the power to uh, renew them. So they knew that if they annoyed him, irritated him, pissed him off, stood up to him, then there's a chance that it could affect their careers. So I'm sure that had a huge uh, bearing on whether they wanted to to speak out. That's true because, yeah, so folks in the soap world, you guys know this, some folks are on contract, some folks are reoccurring, some folks are guest starring, so there's different things going on. Um, but the ones who are not on contract, you can be replaced in a second, you know, you can make this, it's easier to replace someone than someone who's on contract. It's much easier to go, you're out and bring someone in, um, it's, it's much easier. So that's a scary thought. One of the uh, actresses came out today, Farrah Fath, said she, it was her first experience on a set. 
So she mm -hmm. thought this was normal until she went to another set. It was like, oops. So I guess that plays and stuff too. I guess, you know, do they, do these people empower, can they, can they psychologically seek out people who are new and is there, is there some kind of dynamic there too? Yeah, absolutely. So I think they can create, if they're quite senior, they can create the culture of the place, right? So from my understanding, Allah was somebody who would try, who'd be, who's obviously very crass, uh, would make sexist comments all the time, and he would bully and belittle male and female uh, members of staff and actors. So I think that kind of bled into the culture is, as you say, accepted especially for new people that come in, because if you don't know any better, then you think that, you know, if everybody else seems to be accepting it and not saying anything, even if they're rolling their eyes or whispering behind his back, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have the power to, to change it. And I think also because my understanding is that there's no HR department was there. So if there no. were any complaints, then it's basically this guy, uh, possibly some of his colleagues that are in charge. So you create like a, a system of non-accountability, I guess. Non-accountability. That's just a, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. There's, the article gave reveals so many things to us. We're like, we did because we're watching the show, like, oh, everything's great. And then actors leave. And sometimes you're thinking, oh, they're leaving on their own accord or whatever. Now they're starting to come out and say, well, you know, I, I left. The environment wasn't the greatest um, and whatever. Um, in, a, in a psychiatrist world, like, what do you call these people who just are, that just kind of fall into, are you just, are you just bad people or just, or is, <laughs> you know, are you just a bad person or is it, or is there some kind of thing that goes into this whole power hungry thing? Yeah. So the short answer to that is narcissist. That's what we call them. Oh, there we go. Uh, there we go. I'll, I'll circle back around to, to what that is and how I think that fits in. But before I say that, I'll just say that, you know, as, as you know, but for my viewers, as part of my role, I'll assess kind of perpetrators for a whole range of uh, offences from assaults, sexual assaults, fraud, sometimes even attempted murder and murder. I, I've, I've never been in a situation where I've, I've assessed like a uh, an executive director. What was it, what was his title? It was, executive producer. Executive producer, producer. producer. Sorry, but I have assessed uh, people that have um, committed domestic abuse and are in controlling relationships. And I have to say, the psychology behind it is pretty much the same. I would say. So I'll give you some specific examples. There's usually a lot of jealousy in in a domestically violent relationship, usually from the man towards the woman. And I'm speculating a bit here because I only know what I've read, but I imagine there's probably an element of Allah not sort of being behind camera. So he's he might have an element of jealousy for those beautiful people that are front of screen. Uh, and it could just be opportunistic. So it could be him being a sexual predator because there are accusations of him sort of yeah. groping and touching inappropriately. So that's that's something else that's a, a common uh, psychological trait. And also just basically controlling. So somebody that's in a controlling relationship will typically... I always say he because the vast majority of the times it's a man. So he will stop his partner's um, like access to to money, to finances, impinge on their free time. Will always want to know whether what they're doing and who they're with. Um, and I'm not saying Allah's doing these things, but he is able to control in more subtle ways. I think so. We already touched on the fact that he's got this this say or this decision making capability of who gets to stay on the show or not. But also from what I've read, he was always involved in all all the decisions, even the minor decisions. So it seems like he's very much kind of needs this 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 power dynamic and he's creating this kind of atmosphere of fear as well and i think he's also maybe isolating some of the victims which again is what happens in domestic violence um you know by making them feel that there's nowhere that they can go to there isn't an hr department and if they you know if they speak up then they might get kicked out so i think all of those things that there's a big overlap between between controlling relationships yeah
and then that power dynamic, it's it's something else. And it's it's really and when you're at work, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, like you said, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or relationship or anything, it's a trip. It's a trip when one person seems like they can, they just know they can lord all of this over you. Like it's it's just it's and all of us fans are just like in shock. We just we're, we're kind of in shock. We know what's going on. And they're saying maybe it's back as far as 2003, 2000, when he got there. Like we don't even we it's just you know the accusations are decades at this point. It's just amazing to me. But on some level, and I'm sure you've heard this, you know, people. Well, this is the business. This is how that's how it used. That's you know that's why Me Too came out. I was just kind of like this is how it was before. Because men were just running around, just all kind of stuff. I mean, but so it's just really interesting at that. I guess it touches everything. And was it? Do you? Th- well, because you're a psychiatrist, wanting. Do you guys think it's a time thing, like this is how things were and they just kind of ran rampant? Or is it all just go down to psychology of some sort? I mean, I don't I don't know. I think that there's probably always been an unfair power balance in terms of males dominating females. That's always been in there in a lot of interest uh, industries, but especially in the entertainment industry. But I think it was not talked about in the past for all the reasons that we've discussed. Yeah. And I think the Me Too movement has helped start some of those conversations and open some of the doors. Whereas even like a generation ago, you know, if a woman, if a female actress was having to put up with all those things and they were, it was kind of the attitude. And I think most people was, well, you just have to put up with it. You're privileged to be in that position. There's so many other people that would want to be a famous actress. So you just have to deal with it. Um, And I think the, the tide is slowly turning. Um, obviously it's still happening, but I think that people are a bit more comfortable speaking out about it as society rightfully becomes more woke, I think. Yeah. So folks out there, I, you know, just as JLJ Media Daytime Today, my friends at Days Are Alive, I'm here for you. We are supporting you. And we hope this comes to a conclusion that is um, where whatever needs to be happening. I, I'm trying to carefully choose my words. Um, we're watching the story still. We're still watching the story. I want, I mean, I want justice to be served. If something bad happened, I want it to be served. So I would say, we'll be watching the story, continuing to watch it uh, and see it. And if you're in a situation like this yourselves, I mean, please, please try to find somebody to talk to you or something if you can. Um, it's 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 not fair for somebody to have any kind of advantage over you and use it against you. It's just not fair at all. Dr. Doss, thanks for being on the show, giving you your, your, your two cents. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure, James. Thanks for having Thank- me. Uh, where can they find you if they want to if they want to know more about you? Uh, so I have a YouTube channel called A Psych for Sore Minds, where I address sometimes my own patients, but more often high profile cases uh, related to offending and mental illness and the crossover between the two. I kind of give my psychological analysis like I did here today. Yes, it's very good. Check him out. He's also on all social media platforms, too. So you can check him out there, too, on IG and all that. I haven't gone on threads yet, folks. I haven't done all that, but I'm on regular social media platforms like IG, Facebook, and Twitter at, at Daytime Today, so you can check us out there. JLJ Media is the company, and I'm where all James Lott Jr. is sold at James Lott Jr. on all, well, most social media platforms, including that Twitter X thing. I don't know what it's called anymore. I'm there too, so check out, and TikTok. We'll see you next time.